This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. My name is Brian Tome. I'm not your average pastor, and this isn't your average podcast. Join me and millions of other listeners growing spiritual muscles far away from what your mother knows with her quilted Bible cover case. Search The Aggressive Life with Brian Tome wherever you listen to podcasts. Always when we have a time, we go to we'll go to Watford, to my favorite restaurant, and we have some, uh, some uh, food in the Italian restaurant. So every year, if we have chance, we go there. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Joining us today, Tamas Priskin. Good evening, Tamas. How are you? Good evening. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very good, mate. Very, very good. No, we're very, very good. It's good, great to great to have you on because we we really enjoyed when you were with us, uh, which was for a short period, and you had a real um, spell just before you you moved on. Unfortunately for us, but it was a great spell that you had there. But could we start before you came to Watford when we were you know, doing a little bit of research? Because believe it or not, we even tried to do some research. Obviously, we know you played for the Hungarian national team. But is it right you were born in what would now be Slovakia? Yes, you are right. I have two passports. I'm born in Slovakia, but as a young child, we, we moved to Hungary because we lived near to the border with uh, Slovakia and Hungary. And uh, when I had the opportunity, I came to Hungary to play football. So that's why now I have two passports, Slovakian and Hungarian. When it came to national team, did you have a choice of which team you played for? Or was it always going to be Hungary? Or Yes, you know, i born in Slovakia, but my family is uh, full Hungarian. It was uh, it was not a question for me when I had uh, when I had uh, to decide which uh, national team I, I, I would like to play. It was a good, it was an easy choice for me because uh, as a kid, I always wanted to be a, a national team player of uh, of Hungary. So when I had the opportunity to opportunity to play for uh, the national team of uh, of Hungary, it was an easy choice for me to to go and uh, and play for this country. And they probably wouldn't have let you back in the family home if you'd have gone the other way anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a bit being the old person on 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 the uh, on the meeting. One of the things that always 
you know fascinates me because obviously we've had yourself and we also had Daniel Terza from 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 Hungary but it's always fascinated with me because Hungary has a certain place on an international stage um against England where where an amazing team in the 1950s turned up at Wembley and beat England 6-3 and caused an absolute shock and players like Ferenc Puskas etc is that something that as somebody who played for the Hungarian national team you know is that thought of in the same way as we think of like you know 1966 England is, is it still revered and, and admired yeah you know it's a it is a historical game and uh, everybody who who plays football and, and and everybody who is a little bit in in football everybody knows about this uh, this result as I said it's a it's a historical historical game for the Hungarian football so so of course it's a very nice uh, very nice memory and at that time uh, Hungary was uh, one of the best teams in the world. So how did your footballing journey start? Was it just playing in uh, school and things like that? Is that how you fell in love with the game? Yes, I uh, I started to play football when I was uh, six years old. When I uh, started to, to go to the school, I started to play football. And, you know, as a kid, uh, after the school, before the school, every time we played football. So it was uh, it was my favourite uh, and, and still my favourite uh, sport and, and, and my thing. So, so when I was six years old, I started to play. Okay, and was were you always a striker or did you play in other positions? Uh, no, I started as a as a center back and uh, I was always moving up to to score goals and uh, one of my coaches uh, said he oh this guy is not bad uh, to to play a striker and he he put me a little bit higher and uh, and from that time I uh, I'm still playing as a as a striker. Yeah, yeah, you're still playing, of course. Yeah, yeah. Who was your first, um, your first club? Uh, pr- forgive me, we're not going to be able to pronounce any of the clubs that you played for. I don't think, apart from Watford <laughs> and Ipswich, because uh, because my Hungarian pronunciation is not particularly good. Um, so your local club was Giori. Giori no, I start. I started to play football in my uh, in my hometown when I was born in Slovakia, which is uh, the name Com- name Comano? of the club is is the KFC Komarno. Exactly, oh. they are in the second division of the of the Slovakian football league. Okay. And uh, when I was uh, when I was 13 years old, I moved to Hungary to continue my uh, school and my uh, career in in Hungary. And then I moved to Gerieto, which is uh, which is. Uh, also my current club at the moment yes yes so you're back there now we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah. on to that in a, in a in a little bit what is the hungarian league like um obviously i'm not familiar with the hungarian league at all but what is the hungarian league like uh, now it's getting getting better and and and, and better you know uh, we have very good uh, facilities at the moment it's not like uh, no, it's not like in the top top leagues of the of the world of or uh, or europe but uh, i think the level is uh, is in the is in the middle of the of the of the teams is it okay not the best but it's okay is it, is it quite a technical or a physical league or i think is i think is more uh, more technical uh, yeah. the players are more technical and uh, not 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 physical a little bit opposite of the of the english football yeah so so i mean you you made your if, if i'm right your your what would have been your league debut i presume for Gurieto? was that 16 and a half i mean that was incredibly young if that was the case yes uh, i said a lot of time i was uh, i was lucky because i had a very good coach 
coach who put me put me in uh, young as uh, as uh, 16 years old and uh, before I moved to England I play I played already 65 games in the in the first league of the of the Hungarian division and I scored uh, 23 goals so so it was good <laughs> for me to play uh, to play for uh, for uh, for first league in in Hungary so yeah no play, playing that number of games and getting that that number of goals I suppose puts you on the radar and gets you uh, the opportunity for a chance to get a week's trial was it at Watford how, how did how did the move come about because I'm sure you had some some friendly games to play before you were signed how did that how did that come about you know at the time I played I also make my made my uh, debut in the in the national team ah. and uh, as you said I, I I've been on the on the radar for uh, for uh, Watford at that time uh, Watford promoted to the to the Premier League and they yep. were uh, searching for a striker and especially for uh, for young striker and I had opportunity to to go to Watford to for uh, for one week trial and uh, I was really happy that uh, after the trial uh, AD Buffroyd who was a um, manager at that time told me that he he would like me to be in his uh, in his team so it was a big big thing for me how, how did the trial go because I mean presumably you didn't speak the language at the time and you're still pretty young it must have been very daunting I would have thought coming to a, a foreign country and having to play for your future in a, in a for, for about a week or so how was that from your side yeah you know on the field on the football pitch it was uh, it was very good because he played uh, three friendly games and uh, I think I scored all on uh, these three uh, games <laughs> But uh, that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but as you said, as you said, uh, I I couldn't speak the language, and uh, mm. uh, sometimes I was uh, laughing because uh, when the coach said uh, the team has to go on the right, I always move to the left because uh, I didn't understand nothing. <laughs> well, you, you're creating space, if nothing else. There, aren't you? <laughs> I always did the opposite, but. Uh, <sighs> Well. By time it was better and better. After three months, uh, I uh, I understand uh, everything, and that, after six months, it was uh, easy for me to to speak already. So did you just so it, pick English up as you went along, or did you have English lessons? Or yes, when I uh, when I moved to Watford, then the fir- in the first few months, I had uh, I had an English teacher, so he was uh, he was helping me a lot, and uh, it was also very helpful. We've spoken to a few players that have played for Ad Boothroyd, and uh, there's a lot of mixed answers. Normally, it's that he was very very good, but he had some ideas that were a bit peculiar and a bit out there, didn't he? It was a massive, massive step from me from the Hungarian to the to the to the Premier League side. So, and uh, of course, I was really happy that I I could join uh, on Watford. And also, I had a, I had a good relationship with uh, with AD AD Buford. He gave me a he gave me a chance after the trial. I I, I I got a contract from the from the club. So I was really happy to play uh, under him. And when you when you first came over, did you bring any family with you, or was just everything unfamiliar, or how did how did you how did you find yourself kind of settling in what helped you on the on the first few weeks i was uh, i was alone but at that time my uh, my girlfriend was uh, was with me and also when uh, my family they had the, they had the time they they came over so so they were uh, they were helping me a lot you know i i when i was young i moved uh, when i was 13 years old i moved from uh, from slovakia to hungary and also i was uh, alone in the in a different country so i had a little bit like it was not 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 a really really new thing for me to to move to the to the another country but as i said the first few months it was a little bit difficult because of the of the language and because of the new culture but uh, after 3 4 months everything was uh, everything was good and i think i settled in the, uh, so fast and you clearly got a habit for it because you've 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 done that to a number of countries that you've kind of gone through and experienced but we'll get we'll get to those later in the in the next after your you know first full season which kind of worked out well yeah i, I, I can sense a, 
uh, both both Justin and I going on edge as I as I use the next name. We came into the championship and we brought in Nathan Ellington. Your your game time really seemed to get impacted. You didn't seem to get as many kind of runouts. Um, and of course, Nathan Ellington didn't go down well with Watford fans. How was that for you when you're suddenly you know you've come across and you've you've done well in your initial you know stint, and and then you're behind a player? How how do you react to that? It was a difficult situation for me, of course, because uh, every player wants to play and. Uh, as you said, when uh, when the club signed Nathan Ellington, I, I knew that maybe I'm going to be a second or third choice of the of the coach. And, uh, you know, when I didn't get uh, uh, as many many minutes on the pitch as I wanted, I, I always went uh, after the after the manager and, and I said to him, I want to I want to play. So that's why when I had the opportunity, I went uh, to Preston to to play on loan yeah. to get some uh, to get some games uh, under my uh, under my belt because at that age, as a as a young player, it was very important for me to get some minutes under my belt and 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 be on the pitch. I mean, you think it was bad for you? We had to watch Nathan Ellington. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just before we move on to your uh, loan move there, uh, Tamas, I remember a game so clearly between Christmas and New Year when we were playing Wigan and the rain was coming down and you scored a goal. I, and I was so delighted that you'd scored a goal. I thought, oh, this is great. Thomas has scored a goal. This is fantastic. And then at half time, I remember A.D. Boothroyd coming on and kicking a few balls around and it wasn't rolling and the game got called off. Do you remember that game? Of course I remember. It was my uh, it was my first goal in uh, in the Premier League. And, uh, oh, it got it chalked was my off. First, yeah, it was my first start after, uh, after a long time. So, of course, I was really disappointed after the game because I scored my first goal and uh, right. then, the goal, then the game was uh, called off and, and, and they took my uh, goal away so I didn't realise it was your first goal I, I remember you yeah, scoring it was my first it was my first goal in the Premier League yeah, so it was uh... oh, I remember it well and I, I seem to remember the game was like then played it towards the end of the year and it was a terrible game that the, the game that was replayed afterwards but yeah I just remember yeah, the rain know, it's coming before, down before, before that game I scored in the in the League Cup I, I remember but uh, it was my first goal in the Premier League so of course oh. I was disappointed after the game and uh, but that's life what a shame so, I had to move on oh it was so I mean the rain <laughs> was so bad you couldn't play on that pitch it was just like yeah uh... of course yeah yeah, yeah. It was like that, yeah. <laughs> so, I wish somebody had made that call the other week at Leicester so you, you went to, to Deepdale at Preston and I know you you, you got a, grabbed a couple of goals how, how is that going in uh, as a lone player uh, needing to make an impact in a new dressing room straight away is it is it similar to going on trial how, how do you how do you deal with that no as I said it was a great opportunity for me to to go and uh, to have some games under my uh, under my belt and uh, of course I enjoyed my time at Preston because I was on a pinch. I was on a pinch. The manager was uh, counting with me, and as I remember, I played uh, five games, and on the five games, I scored. Uh, I scored two goals, so it was a good five games for me to to get some games and to to get back to my uh, to my best form. And when you were at Preston, who was the manager there then? Alan Irvine. He was. Uh, oh yes. Was, yeah, before that he was uh, assistant coach, I think, at uh, Everton. Everton. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he, was, exactly. he was David Moyes' second hand man. Exactly. Man, yeah, yeah. Who'd previously been the manager at Preston as well. And did he did he play you through the middle or did you play out wide? Because you 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 were quite versatile from a manager's point of view. You could play out right a lot, as I recall, and but also through the centre. Which did you prefer? My favourite position is in the, is in the middle, of course. Uh, as a as a striker, but uh, as you said, most of the time I played on uh, on the sides. Uh 
side as well. But uh, when I went to Preston, I played up front. I think we played 4-4-2 and I was uh, one striker from the from the two. So so I played on my uh, on my favourite position. Yeah, I always felt that you 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 kind of suffered because of your versatility. It was quite it was you you'd have other players playing in the middle because they couldn't play outright, and so you would be stuck out there. That's how it felt to me. I, I don't know what it felt to, like to you. Yeah, as I said, you know, the most comfortable position was for me in the in the middle. But as a player, when I get the chance to play to be in the team, doesn't matter if I play on the side or if I play in the in the middle. I want to I want to give hundred percent and to 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 do my uh, do my best. The favorite is in the middle, but if the coach needs, I can play on the sides as well. So I was gonna I was gonna move to the to the next stage, which which for me was like you know we we suddenly saw what I thought was the real Tamas Priskin. Ad Boothroyd had moved on, and we bought in Brendan Rodgers, and you probably had your best and most productive run. How how was how was Brendan to work with, and how was it changing from one manager to another? One that seemed to to really get the best out of you. Yeah, Brendan is. Uh, one of the best coaches in my uh, in my uh, life. I had a really really good relationship with him. He gave me uh, a, a big boot, so I really enjoyed my time to to play under uh, under him. He was giving me a lot of confidence, and I think it was uh, it was visible on the on the pitch also. So so I really enjoyed my time under uh, under him, and I was really sad when he, when he left the left the club. Uh, by end of the season, yeah, he was he wasn't there for long, Brendan. It, it, it was it seemed a little bit like he was only there for sort of five minutes, six seven months. Yeah, yeah it didn't yeah. seem very long at all. Yeah, and then he left under a bit of a cloud with that whole Reading thing that was was going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he went to Reading, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I love Watford. I'm going to stay. Why are you going to Reading then? Yeah, it was all a bit. Weird. <laughs> it was all a bit because, weird though. Because I live there, I think I think it reduced the commute. But did, I mean, we, we definitely played the ball on the on the floor more than did the better possession base football suit your game more was it more Hungarian in style than than had previously then because after getting into the premiership AD Boothroyd was far far more direct and I thought that that kind of brought more out of your game playing a, a better quality of football yes exactly as you as you say uh, with the AD we played more direct when and uh, when Brandon came in, we started to play more on, on the floor and started to play like more uh, Spanish style of uh, of football. And uh, of course, as a as a Hungarian player, as I uh, as I told you before, the Hungarian players are more technical than yeah. uh, than physical. So it was uh, it was better better for me, of course. And uh, as I said, I I really enjoyed that uh, style of uh, style of football. It, it also seemed to, from a just a support point of view, to to bring out more of your pace um, because you were being played in on the floor and you had something to go to you always seem to kind of beat the man or at least cause trouble in in every game there because of that pace really came out uh, and it was less physically reliant it was uh, it was a really good time some some fabulous goals which uh, some some people have mentioned but again we'll come to that yes um, you know me we we played better and uh, we we created because of this style we created more chances and of course if you play like this is uh, is better for uh, players up front you you played alongside a player that I really enjoyed as well at the time which was Gregor Raziak who was on loan as well? What are your memories of playing alongside him? Yeah, I remember him as a as a very very good guy, and uh, of course, as I remember, we also played four four two with uh, with uh, Brendan and uh, and Gregor Razak was more like a target man, and 
I was uh, I was running around uh, around him and and going to the to the channels and uh, I really enjoyed my time with him and uh, of course at that time as you said we played uh, very good uh, very good football. And I also remember. Um... Cowie and Mackenhuff kind of came alive um, as, as as wingers in terms of the supply yes, and, and running and, and through. Tommy, and Tommy Smith also. Oh, oh Tommy. Oh, legend Tommy, Tommy Smith. Smith. <laughs> we love Tommy. He's been on. He's been on the podcast. Great guy. Love Tommy. Absolutely. Yeah, he's a very good guy. Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. He's a he's an estate agent now, <laughs> over here. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Lovely guy. Eventually, you you left us and you you went to Ipswich. Um, how did that move come about? Oh. It was a good opportunity for me to 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 go 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 to to, to Ipswich. You know they had uh, they had to go to 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 be promoted to the Premier League. When I went there, it was really difficult because it was Roy as a Roy Keane as a manager. It was the totally opposite of uh, of Brendan. So I can imagine Brendan was like a friendly friendly nice guy. And- <laughs> Roy Keane was like like on a pitch, so it was not a not an easy easy time for me, but it was a good lesson. Yes, he he can have an argument in a phone box, can Roy Keane? He doesn't he doesn't need any 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 encouragement to have a fight with someone. Was yeah. was was Brendan moving on to Reading a large part in your thoughts, or was it was it more the opportunity and the project at Ipswich? I had only I had only opportunity from uh, from Ipswich, and of course as a as a player, I always I always looking for uh, for for a bit, for for goals and uh, you know the goal in Ipswich was to 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 be promoted. Unfortunately, it okay. didn't come out. But as a player, I was looking for uh, for this opportunity, and uh, that's why I was uh, that's why I was moving on. So, do you think at the time Watford kind of lacked that ambition? Then, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's a shame. No, no, no. I think that's I think that's only realistic. You you didn't seem to get a real kind of consistent run at Ipswich, and you had a few loans, which included you know we're coming back to Brendan here. Going to Swansea was that in the Premier League? I think. Yes, I went to I went to Swansea on loan, and uh, at that time the team Swansea get uh, get promoted to the promo- Premier League. Unfortunately, three or four games before uh, before the end, I got uh, injured with my with my uh, with oh. my knee, so so my loan spell was uh, finished, and uh, I had to go back to Ipswich. So so at that time I was uh, unlucky with this injury. You've been yeah, right across the British Isles, haven't you? All the way from Ipswich to Swansea. <laughs> It's right yeah. over the other side. <laughs> you go Preston, Watford, Ipswich, Swansea. That yeah. is more south, east and west. You're, you're better travelled around the UK than I am, Tamas. I've not been to all these places. Wow. Did, did you hope to, to get a permanent move to Swansea with, uh, with with Brendan at the time? Was that was that mooted and did the injury kind of stop that? Or was it always just going to be a short loan spell? I think I, it's a good question. I think it was not, not a good time that I got uh, that I got uh, injured. Of course, it was, uh, it was a dream for me to... to to go to Swansea and uh, work with Brendan again. Unfortunately, I got injured, and uh, yeah. of course, I was looking to move the move, move to Swansea and to be in the Premier League and work with uh, with uh, with Brendan. But uh, unfortunately, this uh, this opportunity didn't come out, so so I had to stay at Ipswich. After when Ipswich finally came to an end, in around I think it was 2012, something like that. You you've kind of left England and you've played in a a, a number of countries. So as you said earlier on, you you're kind of used to. Uh, Going across a border and kind of kind of sort sort everything out there. You, your first move, I think, was to Russia and Vladikavkaz. Was that again another kind of shock to the system? I mean, Russia is obviously, and the Russian league uh, and Russia geographically is vast. 
huge amount of traveling and Vladikavkaz is in the south is that is that correct yes he's in uh, south of uh, Russia not far from uh, from Georgia on the border yeah and so was that a shock to the system dealing with all of that logistical stuff and the cold and the, and how was the football you know the weather is uh, weather is not so bad there the weather is like in uh, uh, like in uh, Europe of course uh, it was a lot of traveling and uh, and a lot of time away from my uh, from my family it was a little bit uh, different thing as it was in uh, as it was in England especially the especially the facility especially the the city and the, and the culture it was uh, it was totally different it was like it was like I moved back 20 years in my uh, in my life so it was uh, <laughs> totally different but you know the football was uh, football was good and uh, I really enjoyed my time to to play in uh, to play in there of course i was uh, i was uh, happy to be happy to be to be there i worked with the with the great coach also there uh, gazaev he's a he's a historical uh, coach in, uh, in in Russia so so also it was a great opportunity for me how long does it take to settle in a new country so you're moving about a bit it must be bad enough going from club to club in one country but when you're going to another country entirely does it take a long time to settle in are you now learning Russian when you're in Russia no you know as uh, as I said I born in Slovakia and I speak uh, Slovakian language and uh, Slovakian language is a little bit similar to Russian because uh. it's uh, it's uh, it's also Slavian after maybe after uh, one month and one and a half month I I, 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 uh, I speak Russian so it was a lot lot easier for me to speak with the, to speak with the guys and speak with the, with the coaches so as you asked now I speak uh, also Russian and uh, that why, that's, that's, that's why it was a little bit easier for me to, to, to settle in right okay so it's slightly similar so you didn't find it as difficult as learning English for example yes exactly yeah, yeah. so when you're at school so when we're at school we take a second language which is normally French is that something you do in Hungary? Do you have a second language that you learn in Hungary? Yes, you know, I was uh, in the school. I uh, I, uh, I learned English, but when I moved to moved to England, I I realized that <laughs> it wasn't that very I didn't good. Know nothing. <laughs> 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 suddenly, 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 what do you mean flat back for? So maybe I was in the school, but I didn't learn didn't uh, didn't learn nothing. So I realized when I went to England, uh, I couldn't speak. So right, you weren't paying attention, or it just wasn't very yeah. good lessons. <laughs> <laughs> was the Vladikavkaz move always going to be short term, or did you? Because I think you moved across to Rapid Vienna. But then you moved again to Israel, if I'm right, Maccabi Haifa. But was 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 Vladikavkaz always going to be a short term thing, or did you just want to get around the uh, around no, in, Europe in, and in, see different sites? No, in Vladikavkaz, I played uh, I played two oh. years, and uh, unfortunately, the the club has uh, has bankrupt, so I <laughs> had to move on. Yeah, I came back to to my hometown hometown to to Dier, and uh, i i had opportunity to go to to austria vienna which is 100 kilometers away from my uh, from my uh, city yeah. so i went there but at that time they had already five foreign players and they have a rule in uh, in austria is not allowed to have uh, more foreign players as uh, as five and i was uh, i was uh, number 6 so i had to go out on loan and i had opportunity to go to to israel and i took this opportunity so again now you're in a completely new country again is it weird going to, to, to places like Israel? Must have loved no. Israel just for the fact that there was some sun. 
Yeah, no, it's a warm uh, no. country at last. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a it's a beautiful uh, it's a beautiful country. I was also surprised when I first uh, went to 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 Israel. It's a lot it's a, it's a lot of uh, friendly people. The people they they really uh, love uh, love football and 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 sports. And of course, as you said, it's a it's a warm country. And I was uh, <laughs> I was nearby the nearby the the sea, and uh, I enjoyed my time also there. I only spent uh, half season there, but it was a nice time. And and then finally, you, you, you're playing in Bratislava, if I'm correct. Um, I mean, you may well have, have had another stint back uh, during the time. But did that did that differ from the from from the Hungarian league, or was it very similar in style? No, uh, Hungarian league is more technical, as I said, and the Slovakian league is more physical. So it's 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 more closer to 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 English football. And the reason why I went to Slovakia, Bratislava is uh, is around 100 kilometers away yeah. from my uh, from my city. So I was uh, I was living in Hungary living in my uh, in my home and I was traveling every day to 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 play in Slovakia which is one hour away so it was uh, it was a good thing for me because at that time uh, my daughter was uh, was born so it was a good opportunity for me to to stay by my family and uh, and to play in the in the team like uh, like Bratislava so of all the leagues you've played in which is your favorite league my favorite league is uh, of course is, uh, is is Premier League still ah, so good answer good answer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so who were some of the best players that you played against uh, in your career? Players that you thought, wow, you know, they're, they're a good player. You know, as a, as a Watford player, I played against uh, Cristiano Ronaldo when they played uh, semi-final FA Cup at oh, Villa, Villa Park. Park. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yellows. All yellows. It was a great yellow. game. And after uh, with uh, Hungary, Hungary, I played against... Uh, and against uh, Messi, also we played against uh, Argentina. So I played uh, against uh, against good players. I played against Cannavaro when he won the when he won the Golden Ball. So yeah, yeah, against uh, against a lot of good players. So the question has to be asked then: Who is it for you, Ronaldo or Messi? For me, it's uh, it's easy to say. It's, it's for me, it's Ronaldo. He's uh, he's a great idol. The work and uh, and everything what he what he puts inside uh, is uh, great, great. Great thing, amazing. Great, exa- great example for every football player, I think. Of course, he's still going as well, which is you know, yeah. incredible, really. Well, he, he 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 tried to make an appearance at Vicarage Road the other day, but we sent him back in. That we did, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did do very well against us, didn't he? <laughs> you, you mentioned obviously the the proximity of Bratislava and Vienna, kind of where, where you were located in the, in the kind of northwest of um, uh, of Hungary, and it's it's further away, really. I think uh, to to Budapest, the capital of Hungary which was where your next move was to which was to one of probably the best known club well I think in, from Hungary there's probably Honved but then there's really the, the best known one is Ferenc Varos how was that because that's a that's a Hungarian national institution you're 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 going to your the really big club in the country there how, how was that for you yes you know in Hungary they say if Ferenc Varos calls you 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 have to go and uh, mm. of course I was uh, at that time I was I was uh, near to to 30 years then I had this opportunity. My dream, also one of my dreams, was uh, to be as a as a champion. And uh, with Ferenc Varos, it was a it was a great goal to to be as a to be as a champion and uh, achieve uh, some uh, some great things in, in in football. So when I had this opportunity, it was an easy decide for me to to go there and uh, and take this uh, take this chance. So you've played for the national team, sixty games for the national team, sixty three, sixty three, three. Yes. Okay. Is it still seventeen <laughs> goals? Stats. Is I it more that. than 17 goals or is it still 17 goals? 17. 17, yeah. okay. Right, yeah. So what was the highlight of your international career? The highlight was when uh, when we beat 
Norway with my goal 2-1 and we qualified for uh, for the Euro 16 and we we went to France to play in the Euro. Amazing. It was uh, it was after 30 years in uh, you know Hungary qualified to to Euro after 30 years so it was a massive thing for us to to achieve this thing so that was my highest thing in the, with the national team. And did did you play in uh, did you ever play in the same team as Daniel Terza, you know, who obviously has also played for for Watford uh, in the national team. Yes, we played uh, we played uh, together in the, in the national team, and we and we still good friends. So now he is a sport director in uh, one of one club in uh, in the Hungarian first league, and uh, we're still in contact. So he's uh, he's one of my good friends. He, we've got to get him on the pod. He had a left foot <laughs> that could that could open a can of beans. I mean, he was superb. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great that's a great euphemism that oh i'm sorry yes sorry <laughs> i love it i love it i'm sure that doesn't translate but no he he, he came in and was, was 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 really great only for a short period again but he came in and really helped us get to get back up to the premier league under the potsos of the first era which is great now peter you've but, actually got a name in uh in a question here that i'm not even going to try and pronounce uh about okay. the current <laughs> hungarian team i'm going to let you do that one if you don't mind okay so there's, there's, there's background behind this first of all my son said you've got to see this player he's great on fifa and then i went okay and then we were watching man city playing um RB Leipzig this week. Zobersly, he looks the real deal in from a from a Hungarian national team and from from a player from a Hungarian you know national uh, you know, you're in and around the Hungarian national team. How good is that lad? He looks tremendous. Yes, you know he he's still uh, still young, but he's uh, he's doing well. He's he, he could be a future star for uh, for Hungarian uh, and uh, for Hungarian uh, football. He has everything to to be as a as a top player, and uh, and I hope he's gonna he's gonna reach. His uh, reach his dreams and 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 he's gonna he, he will play one of the top teams in uh, in, in in Europe. He is uh, he's on a good way and uh, he has a good mentality mentality and uh, I hope that he will uh, that he he will achieve his uh, his dreams and uh, and play one of one of top clubs. Do you think do you think there's a chance of you getting back in and around the squad at any point? Uh, I don't think I don't think I'm uh, I'm at the moment I'm playing with my uh, with my hometown with my uh, home club Jerieto uh, we are in the second division I'm over uh, 35 years old so I don't think so 35 year old is nothing I can say that at my age <laughs> <laughs> so, ju- so just touching on that you're, you're 35 now there's not many professional footballers that are playing around that sort of age maybe a few what are your plans when you uh, finish playing football that's a good question of course I started to I started to do the license for uh, to be a to be to be as a coach I will see I will see of course I, I would like to stay in uh, football because uh, my whole life is around uh, around football and of course if I will have any opportunity to stay in uh, football as a coach or as a, as a director a sport director of course I would uh, I would take this but uh, in football you never know what's going to happen in the future but uh, yeah. we'll see we'll see So from Greg Allen, um, and this is, this is more of a statement here. He says, I remember the game away at Coventry when we needed to win and everything was strange. Coventry wore brown, even though they were at home. I, I think I remember that. Um, and we went 2-0 down. Tamas won a penalty for the first comeback goal. Then Raziak got the second. And then Tamas scored the winner. 
I was very, very drunk that evening as a result. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Tamas. I will buy you a drink when you are next back at the Vic. There you go. Uh, do you remember that game, Tamas? Of course I remember. I remember the goal also. I think it was a, it was a long goal to the far post. Somebody had the ball uh, back to to front of the goal and I put inside with my uh, with my heel. Was it that goal? Yeah, I could be wrong here. Oh, yeah, no, I think... Because I when I read that and I thought, no, he's got this wrong because I thought that that was the Charlton away game. I actually went back and looked at the footage and they're almost identical because Raziak scored the second in both and then Tamas, you pop up with the winner on both of them. And I remember being in Charlton because if you've ever been to the Valley, there's no leg room no. and I had to try to get up and support and my legs almost gave out, but you, you'd scored the winner. So we were all happy with that. But that goal against Charlton, you dinked the keeper. You kind of chipped the ball over him and it, it was almost like, do you remember the Chelsea goal that you scored? Yes, of course. I remember. It was, I remember very, it was very similar to that. It was a thing of beauty and it was that technical ability to just lift it over the keeper. And I think we saw a lot more of that, as I said, you know, not to repeat it, under Brendan Rodgers, where we were kind of threading the ball through on the floor for that you know, kind of little subtlety to come through was, was, was wonderful. Second question or quick second statement here. Mark Watkins, Southampton away, 3-0. Two penalties for Southampton. Richard Lee saved them both. And then to top it off, Tamas scores a backheel goal to make it 3-0. My wife's family supports Southampton. It was a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a thank you yet again. So some good memories you created there. So, <laughs> so, so what is your favourite goal that you scored for Watford then, Thomas? I think the the favourite is against Chelsea when Chelsea. I chipped uh, Petr Cech. Then uh, also I think it was uh, great to score against uh, Tottenham. In uh, I think it was in League Cup when we lost uh, 2-1. 2-1, exactly, yeah. But a uh, lot of good memories from uh, from Watford and uh, every year when we have uh, when we have a chance we always go with my uh, with my wife back to to London and all, always when we have a time we go to we we'll go to Watford to my favorite restaurant and we have some uh, some uh, food in the Italian restaurant so Every year, if we have chance, we go there. Really? So you come back to Watford? Yeah. And you... Oh, amazing. Yeah. Every amazing. year, yeah. Every year. Now it's now it's a little bit uh, little bit harder because of this uh, because of this COVID thing. But uh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. When when everything was. Uh, at normal, we went to London, and of course, we 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 sat on the on the train and uh, and go to Watford and go to Harlequin and look around the stadium and everything. This so, is amazing! This is amazing! <laughs> so I never I never forget the place. When was the, the last time you got to the ground? Because the stadium is now immaculate. Yes, I know. I I I've seen the stadium because I don't know when we we've been there. I think uh, two maybe two years ago, and uh, we went to see the when we went to see the stadium also, and it's uh, it's really nice. It's a bit different to when you were there, isn't it? That horrible yeah, old stand that used to be there, and <laughs> yeah, the pitch is nice now, and uh, yeah, they've done a good job on on, on building the ground. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so pleased to know you still come back. It's it's really nice to know that players go away and come back because Thank they. You. And I'm glad you call it the Harlequin as well because it's changed its name two or three times, and we still call really? it. Really? Yeah, we yeah. still call it the Harlequin. It's always going to be the Harlequin. Justin's having none of it. He's I'm having none that. of that. None of this atria or whatever it's called now. Harlequin, definitely, definitely the Harlequin. Well, when you, when you when you come back next, Greg Allen owes you a beer, so that's something. But we'll buy you one if he's not there. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. If I go, if I if I go, if I go back next, I will uh, I will text you by on uh, on Facebook. To you let, let know. us know. That'd be yeah, funny. definitely, man. Right. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. It's fantastic. All right. So this is the guy that didn't cost a pound, Scott Fitzgerald, and this is the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Tamus, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you too.
Thanks, Thames. Cheers, Thames. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers. Thank Ta-da. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.